The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Hey, it's Friday, and this is a little different episode. Today, we are going to talk about the difference between imposters and imposter syndrome and how you can spot the difference when you're watching people online, how you can identify if, in fact, you are an imposter or if it's actually imposter syndrome that you're experiencing. If you're just here for that part of the conversation, you want to fast forward to about the 14, 15 minute mark. If you're here because you just love the normal Friday content where I share my personal thoughts and feelings, what's going on in our lives, give you an update, share my take on some pop culture items, as well as the fun stuff that's just happening in our lives. Well, that's the first part of this episode. But like I said, if you want to skip ahead and just get to the conversation about imposters and imposter syndrome, you want to fast forward to about the 14, 15 minute mark. Also, if you are in the Miami area or would be willing to make a trip here and you're interested in doing a meetup, send a text message with hashtag Miami to 949-503-9853 and I will put you on the list and send you some more information once we've got a date and a location. I'm super excited to do that. All right, let's get to it. Okay, so I'm recording this on Thursday night. My husband went out of town yesterday and I, yesterday or the day before, I don't know. I think this is like day two by myself. And I just have to say, I would be a completely different person (laughs) if I didn't have my husband with me. You can judge me if you want, but like, first of all, I think I would take far fewer showers. I would probably leave the house even less. I would have no bedtime And I would be a freaking slob. Like, I'm just looking around going like, there's so many times just in the last two days where I've looked around and thought, who's made this insane mess? There's just like clutter everywhere. It looks like a bachelor pad. Like every couple of hours, I look around and go like, when did this happen? There's like clothes on the floor and journals. And you know what it is. When bread is here, I'm kind of more aware of my ADHD tendencies of like half doing things and I'll finish doing whatever it is I'm starting because I don't want him to come in the room and see like this giant mess. But when he's not here, oh my God, it's pathetic (laughs) and also delicious. I would have no bedtime. Like, so the first night I think I stayed up until, I don't know, like 2 a.m. And I felt like I was breaking the rules. You know, when you're a kid And your parents would hire that one babysitter where you knew you could like have your way with them. You could just tell them like, no, 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 I'm staying up till 1 a.m. And the babysitter would be like, okay, now your parents said you need to go to bed. And you're like, nah, I'm staying up. And you really felt like you're getting one over on them. I'm pretty much like a nine-year-old, like excited to stay up late and watch TV, not take a bath or shower before you go to bed, have French fries for dinner wake up and first thing in the morning, do some online shopping, like 
I mean, it makes me wonder, like, who am I really? <laughs> am I just, am I an imposter? Am I pretending to be organized and clean and cute? And maybe it's all a facade. We're going to talk about imposter syndrome. And maybe I'm just a big, big old imposter. I don't know. I mean, the condo looks a little bit like Sanford and Sons. I'm not joking. Oh, and this morning, because I had... <laughs> Because there's no one to do any grocery shopping. And I'm a grown woman who does not know how to feed herself. I was starving and there's like n no food here. Except like a few things that Brenda put in the cupboards. So I'm going through the cupboards to just find anything to eat. And what did I find? His favorite potato chips. So what did I have for breakfast this morning? Potato chips. Sour cream and cheddar to be exact. And they were delicious. It's kind of embarrassing to admit this, but like... I also didn't brush my teeth first thing in the morning. <laughs> Why is this so funny to me? Like, I'm seriously questioning, who am I really? Like, if I am a particular type of person when bread is around and then he's not around and this is who I am, which is really me? You know what I mean? And I was having this conversation with one of my girlfriends who's single. I was telling her these things. I'm like is this normal? She goes, oh yeah, trust me. She's like, honestly, when you are single or by yourself, like brushing your teeth some days does feel optional. Like you have to make yourself do it. And sleeping in a bed, I mean, listen, I can't wait for my husband to get home. I'm telling you, I'm not at all. I am so grateful for the fact that I have this man and that we are so close, but it is so fun to sleep in a bed by yourself and just like sprawl out and not worry if you're hitting somebody, if you're waking them up or do you know what I'm saying? I know they say, what is it? Be careful what you wish for. So I'm not wishing for this at all. I'm just saying, I'm just admitting that for at least the last two days I have really enjoyed living like a solo hermit. So you have to let me know if this is something you experience. Those of you who are in your relationship where you're always with your significant other, we need a term for this. It's definitely a phenomenon. It's like a relationship cleanse or like a, a partner detoxification or a relationship reset, a partnercation. I don't know. You guys are creative. So what do we call this? But it's also been quite delicious. And I, I don't know how to tell him how much I have enjoyed spending these couple of days apart and also looking forward to seeing him tomorrow because it'll be our 28th, I think. I think it's our 28th wedding anniversary. What the what? I know. And our daughter turns 23. Happy birthday, Sierra. My beautiful, smart, intelligent, gorgeous, creative friggin' hysterical, amazing eyebrows, great sense of fashion, daughter. I love everything about you, even though sometimes you wear flats. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love you, girl. And then Brock's birthday is on the 27th. And I'm super grateful that you guys have been very supportive and encouraging of me releasing kind of a more personal episode on Wednesdays. I, I just loved getting feedback from people saying like, that was so refreshing to get that in the middle of the week. And then Fridays now are going to be a little bit of personal like I'm doing right now. And then I am going to, as you'll hear, share with you my thoughts on a topic 
where I think there's a lot to learn from it, kind of like a little bit of personal development. There's like a topic there, but I want to share like kind of some unconventional wisdom around it. And that's my goal on Fridays. So again, Wednesdays are going to be a little bit more personal. And I'm so excited about this. You guys suggested it and I was reluctant at first, but now I'm like, why did I not think of this sooner? Because now I've got so much I want to talk about on Patreon versus in the past where I was like kind of holding things back. And this this is just going to be way more fun, way more authentic. I have like a huge list of things that I can't wait to talk about on Saturday. And then hopefully you really enjoyed getting that little update on Wednesday. If you didn't hear that episode, please go back. I talked about like the fallout or the drama that ensued with the Ozempic conversation and the weight loss conversation, kind of crazy. Brett's journaling and eavesdropping here at the hotel, a bunch of stuff. So go back and check out Wednesday's episode. Next week, I'm really excited to have a conversation with a relationship expert where we talked about why it is so many women are very, very uncomfortable, squeamish, shameful, guilty, whatever you want to call it, embarrassed to talk about female pleasure. A different episode than what, like in the past, I've talked about hormones and I've talked about like, you know, your female parts and how do they work? I've also done an episode where I let you ask all of your maybe overly TMI or embarrassing questions about sex. But this episode, this expert, we are just talking about pleasure, which is something a lot of women are just embarrassed or guilty or shameful or just not used to talking about that. Real quick, and I almost feel like this is a public service announcement. You know, we all try to eat a whole unprocessed diet. We all do. And you know my story. I ate so many protein bars and so many protein shakes for so many years that I was completely turned off by them. But I still have them from time to time because, you know, if you're a human, there are days where you just don't have time to make a meal. There's nothing healthy around. And so it's the best alternative. I discovered a bar that I'm so excited about, you guys. I I don't even know how to contain myself for so many reasons. Let me try to collect my thoughts. First of all, I had heard that Maria Shriver and her son, Patrick Schwarzenegger, were in the process with neuroscientists developing a bar that was specifically formulated to have all the supplements you really need for brain function. Like these are the supplements that we, you know, if you've done any research on how to prevent Alzheimer's and lifestyle changes, these are the most important supplements to to have. Anyways, I heard that they were developing this protein bar. I definitely wanted to try it, even though I'm always a little skeptical. I just had in the past been kind of turned off by the taste of protein bars. So I had them ship them to me. I tasted them. I am not kidding. I'm not even exaggerating. You guys, these are the best freaking protein bars I've ever had. I'm not even joking. And this is the part that's going to blow your mind. They have less than one gram of sugar, less than 160 calories, and they've got all the ingredients that you need like for your brain, collagen, ashwagandha, lion's mane, omega-3s. Like, do you really want to take another fish oil capsule? No. Would you like to eat a delicious bar that is chocolatey and peanut buttery and crunchy? Um, yes. And proceeds go to the women's Alzheimer's movement at the Cleveland Clinic. Um, triple yes. Am obsessed 
with this bar. Brett and I fight over the peanut butter chocolate crunch, but they've got like six other flavors. They've got cookie dough, peanut butter crunch, chocolate crunch, blueberry almond crunch, lemon white chocolate crunch. That's the one I'm going to try next. Listen, we're all busy. You're on the go. You're going to the gym or you're just trying to like live your best life. You're in your car and you're thinking about going through a drive-thru. No, don't do it. Keep a mosh bar in your car. Mosh protein bars will keep your brain and your body fit and fueled and feeling good. And I might add, it's a great way to support the show and Alzheimer's research. I am so proud to have them as a sponsor. So please take advantage of your 20% off plus free shipping. Go to moshlife.com forward slash link. Can I tell you what I think you should order? Order their six count trial pack. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping on that six count trial pack. That pack includes all the flavors and they are delish. Mosh is spelled M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E, moshlife.com forward slash lean for your 20% off. I've also done an episode where I let you ask all of your maybe overly TMI or embarrassing questions about sex. But this episode, this expert, we are just talking about pleasure, which is something a lot of women are just embarrassed or guilty or shameful or just not used to talking about that. Speaking of guilty pleasures, you guys know I love me some reality TV. I love reality TV. I like Vanderpump Rules. I like all the shows on Bravo, all of it, right? And I love like reality TV on Netflix, etc. But for the life of me, I do not understand why the story of Tom and Raquel from Vanderpump Rules became a national headline last week. I just don't get it. I'm like, huh? How is this making CNN? How is this on every single TikTok? I just don't get it. And by that, I mean, it's a show about people who make bad decisions, who drink too much, who hook up with each other in this big friend group, and they've all slept with each other. Or like the whole show is based on like, cheating, basically. <laughs> it's so bizarre to me that then two of the cast members cheated with each other on somebody else. And I'm like, why is this a story? I'm saying that. And I'm someone who actually watches these shows, enjoys these shows, finds them entertaining. Like I love kind of getting lost in reality TV. It's a great distraction. But I was completely flabbergasted. Like, I'm still shocked. Like, how is this a story? It's not even what you would expect. Why is anyone acting surprised? Anyways, everybody was all up in arms about that. What was the other thing everybody was up in arms about this week? Oh, the Gwyneth Paltrow video. (laughs) Hysterical. Okay, so Gwyneth Paltrow did this video where she's being interviewed about what she eats and what she does in a day. And it's so pathetic. God, bless her. God bless me. Like I watch it. I'm like, Oh, I probably said all those things. I I was that woman. She talks about how like, yeah, I just basically get up and do a couple of hours of Pilates. And then I have some bone broth. And then I do intermittent fasting for a bunch of hours. And then I go to the infrared sauna. And then I do some more exercise. And then I have some mint flavored air 
It's like that, basically. And I was like, this is so crazy. It's so crazy to me now, but I think like five years ago, I would have watched that and thought, okay, that's what I need to do too. I need to do those things too. And Sierra and I kind of have a running joke about, first of all, that type of behavior, because as I've said before, like I acknowledge the fact that I am an almond light mom. I definitely tried not to be an almond mom, but I'm sure that I was. I'm sure in many ways I contributed to my own daughter's struggles with orthorexia, etc. The other reason why I sent it to her to Sierra is because we were once on a flight with Gwyneth Paltrow, and I I won't get into that here, but we were sitting right behind her, and it was a very interesting experience. I think I told this on Patreon. Tell me in the Patreon app, drop a comment in there if, did I talk about this story or do I need to tell you that story? Anyways, 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 I sent the video to Sierra, right? And she sent it back to me with a circle around her comment under the video from like two days prior. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's so funny. And her comment had got a ton of likes and her comment was like, oh dear, her poor daughter. I thought that was pretty funny because listen, I acknowledge it. I acknowledge that my own relationship with food and exercise and diet culture had a detrimental effect on my kids and in particular my daughter. Like we're pretty open about it and you can only just try to do your best. And it's also important that to look back on where you were, where you are, the growth that you've made, make some apologies, recognize that you're a human and you're just trying to do better. And then just do better because none of us are perfect, right? And I want to talk a little bit about imposter syndrome. It is a term you hear used often. I feel like it's one of those, it's like narcissism. Don't you feel like every other conversation involves the phrase narcissism and everyone now is a narcissist? I kind of feel a little bit like that in terms of imposter syndrome. I feel like everyone says that they've suffered from imposter syndrome. And generally speaking, you know, just to refresh your memory, and I've done plenty of episodes on imposter syndrome in the past, but again, to refresh your memory, it's a way to describe someone who is high achieving and despite their success, despite their, I don't know, worthiness, their accomplishments, they still have persistent self-doubt, right? Like there's this fear that you're going to be exposed as being a fraud or an imposter. That's typically what people describe as imposter syndrome. And a lot of people struggle with imposter syndrome who actually have everything that they need in order to, to be the expert, to have the credentials, to have the competence that people are looking for when they're looking for somebody who is in that role, right? So in other words, they're not an imposter, but they feel like an imposter. And for these folks, when they experience even like a minor setback, they tend to feel like, okay, well, now I'm going to be freaking exposed. I've talked about how I felt like a complete imposter. I'd say 90% of the time when I was doing consumer fitness videos, I never felt like one when I was teaching I didn't feel like one in certain situations, but like for whatever reason, whenever I was doing consumer workouts, it was just my own insecurities. I felt like, oh, people are going to find out that I am not 
as fit as they think I am, or I am not all the things that whoever they expect me to be. I'm not those things. And imposter syndrome is, like I said, it's very common. In fact, one of the statistics I read recently is that 70% of people who are considered by most to be successful say that they regularly have experienced imposter syndrome. And the reason why it's often talked about is because, like I said, a lot of times the people who feel that way are people who are perfectly positioned to be the expert, to be the, the person in their position, but it still causes them to feel paralyzed. It can make you feel like super anxious. You can have tons of self-doubt. Look, here I am a very confident person, but when I was doing consumer videos, I'm telling you, the second I would walk in on set, I would just feel like a total imposter. You know what I want you to try? My favorite green juice from Organifi. I know a lot of you have tried some of their other supplements I've talked about, like the Immunity and the Pure, but the green juice is so good and it, it's so good any time of the day, Like especially those of you who are maybe trying to kick the coffee habit or you're trying to balance your cortisol levels, you know, your stress hormones, because let me tell you, if your cortisol levels are up, guess what else is up? Your body fat. Well, when you drink a green juice first thing in the morning, it helps to settle your cortisol levels. It helps to normalize them. And the reason why that's important is because then it reduces your, you know, those natural cravings that we have. And then you avoid that like afternoon crash. And if you've never tried the Organifi green juice, I'm telling you, this is the one to start with. It does not taste like what you think it does, okay? It's very refreshing. It has this kind of like a little bit of a minty, crisp apple taste, if you will. I tried the whole juicing route, like getting the whole juicer and buying all the vegetables, but I'll tell you what, it was a pain in the butt. (laughs) It took forever. It was a big mess. It was very expensive, and half the time my vegetables died before I remembered to juice them. And so my friend Sean Cannell introduced me to the Organifi. That's how I found Organifi, by the way. He introduced me to their green juice. I find it delicious. Even just having the green juice like three times a week you just will feel like you're doing something so healthy for yourself. And of course, with Organifi, because you're a listener of The Shalene Show, they give us 20% off. You go to Organifi.com forward slash Shalene. It's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shalene. That gets you 20% off everything. But right now, they have a big special going on for their green juice flavors and Organifi Gold. Friday, March 17th through Monday, March 20th. So don't wait. Don't miss out on the special. Again, it's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash Shalene. That gets you your 20% off plus free shipping right now on green juice and Organifi gold. Look, here I am a very confident person, but when I was doing consumer videos, I'm telling you, the second I would walk in on set, I would just feel like a total imposter. Like someone was going to walk in and say like, what is she doing here? What? Her? She has no business. Oh my God, I just remembered this. So the other day, oh my God, I'm so glad I'm remembering this. The other day, like four days ago, Brett and I were walking through Miami Beach and we bopped into this little boutique where they had like dresses and things in the window that I thought were really cute. I'm like, oh my gosh, let's just go in there. And he's always a good sport. As long as they have a chair, 
He's a happy husband. So he's sitting in the chair. He's just like playing on his phone. It was early morning, so he's probably watching his financial shows. And I'm trying on clothes. And I'm the, the gentleman who owns the boutique was very sweet. And he was like, oh, I've cleared the whole store for you. Because we were literally the only people in there. As I normally do, I, I went through the whole store and I grabbed the things that I wanted to try on and probably took like 10 things. I like to just like bulk grab as much as possible, try it all on and then just be done. So I'm excited that I've got like 10 items to try on and there's nobody else in the store. And it's one of those dressing rooms. Ladies, work with me. It's so annoying when you walk into a dressing room and they don't have a mirror in the dressing room. <laughs> what? So now I have to like walk out in front of other people. I hate that. So I was already a little bit annoyed, but I'm trying on my first outfit. And all of a sudden I hear like a bunch of people walk in. Well, ultimately I find out it's two other couples and they're like my age or our age, Brett and I's age. And I don't know. There was just some kind of creepy, weird, like I got a swingers vibe from them. Like they came in together and just their conversations in the other room were like so cheesy and weird. You know, like the husbands were like, doesn't she look beautiful? I don't know. It was so weird. I don't know. I was getting creeped out by it. So I'm trying on my clothes and they're standing directly outside the dressing room. And so I'm getting like super annoyed because I'm like in my head, I don't even know what they look like. But in my head, these are two like creepy, gross guys. They're going to like look me up and down and want me to be a part of their swinging lifestyle. Sorry, no offense. I'm Listen, no offense if you're a swinger. Good for you. I just didn't want to be a part of their swinging session. <laughs> and in my head, that's what was going to happen if I walked out of this room. So I'm like getting dressed and changing in and out of these clothes. And how can you tell how an outfit looks on you if you don't have a freaking mirror? So I'm like trying to like tilt my head and bring my chin like weight into my chest and like look down at my body like, hmm, does this look good? I don't, I don't know. But I was unwilling, do you hear me? Unwilling to step out of the dressing room and look in the mirror in front of these other four people. And I was just super annoyed and I started getting like very anxious. And I realized in that moment what it stirred up for me. It reminded me of when I would do consumer fitness workouts. They would pick out, I'm not kidding, sometimes 50 different options that I could choose from. And they say, you know, pick the little micro shorts you want to wear, pick the little bra top you want to wear, and then step out in front of the producers and the directors and whoever else is on set, the stylist, blah, blah, blah. And you would just stand there. I've told the story so many times. You would just stand there. And they would try to decide, like, should you wear that or not? But that was probably, if I had to pick, like, one thing that I effing hated so much about doing consumer workouts, it was that moment. It was standing in front of four or five people and having them, you know, cross their arms and they're silently, like, looking your body up and down trying to decide if you look good in that outfit. And they're doing that for your benefit, right? They want you know you to look your best. But it made me feel so insecure and so judged. And I realized in that moment, I'm not stepping out of this dressing room right now in front of these other people because I don't want to feel that. And so I just 
like changed back into my clothes that I was wearing. And I, I went over to Brett and he's like, are, are you getting anything? I'm like, no, let's go. And he's like, what? Wait, what about that cute yellow dress? I'm like, let's go, let's go. And he's like, what's going on? I'm like, I'll tell you later. I think I forgot to even tell him. <laughs> so typical of a guy. But my point is like, it stirred up all of that imposter syndrome feelings for me. So imposter syndrome, it, it is a real thing, you know? I mean, kids can feel it in school. Like when they feel that they tend to have like poor grades, they don't raise their hand and participate. You can feel it when you're at work, when you're kind of in a, in a professional setting, right? Like anytime you're stepping, I just remember the first time I went to work as a paralegal, I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's very common for certain genders and especially for black women, especially for for anyone who's like in a role that they are traditionally not supposed to be in, where they can feel like I am just not enough. I'm not white enough. I'm not masculine enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not fit enough. It's usually imposter syndrome is when you feel like you aren't enough of something, but you actually are. Okay. And so what I want to talk about though, is the difference between imposter syndrome when you actually do you are adequate, you do have enough, you do deserve to be there. And it's just your negative self-talk. It's just your dwelling in the past. It is just your self-sabotage that is getting in your way versus that person who should be using those thoughts deliberately. They should be using them as a tool for self-reflection, for growth. Because Frankly, sometimes feeling like a fraud or questioning your own abilities and what it is you're trying to put yourself out there as and knowing that you are pretending to be something you are not, that maybe you don't yet have those credentials, maybe you don't have the success you're pretending to have or the experience that you're pretending to have or the expertise that you don't yet deserve. Sometimes those things are like a wake-up call. It's a moment for you to like reevaluate your skills and your knowledge and, and to have some humility. Like humility is a very important thing. Okay. So here's the reason why I'm thinking about this. I just watched a YouTube video of a person who I know. I know their financial situation. I know their history. I know their current financial situation. And I just watched their latest YouTube video where they are talking women, other women into basically working with this person as their money mindset expert. And this person is completely broke and borrowing money from other people, like just to live, just to have a, a place to sleep. Like, and, and ironically, I've heard this person speak specifically to imposter syndrome and how important it is to just overcome it and that imposter syndrome is a lie. Well, you know what? But it's not always a lie. I think there's so many people out there, especially in social media, who they they talk the talk, but they definitely do not walk the talk. Do you know what I'm saying? I believe that there are plenty of people who actually truly have imposter syndrome. They feel like an imposter, but they shouldn't because they deserve to, not that they deserve to, but they have the credentials. They are enough to be where they are. But I also, it's just my personal opinion. I think there's a whole bunch of people out there who are really pretending 
They absolutely are pretending to be healed. And if they're just convincing enough on camera, if they can just post the right type of content to Instagram, if they can just keep making those YouTube videos, they can convince people. And I kind of feel like it's it's also in an effort to convince themselves that they are what they wish they were. Do you know what I mean? It's like the couple who is terribly unhappy in their marriage, but they're doing YouTube videos about how to have a successful marriage. It's the diet and nutrition coach who's struggling with a horrific eating disorder. It's the business guru talking about how you can have all this freedom and put your family first and family is everything. Meanwhile, they're like cheating on their spouse and they're never freaking home and they're, it's a bunch of BS. And, you know, just this week, it just started really bugging me that like, even the word imposter syndrome, people, they're poaching that word. You're talking about imposter syndrome because deep down, you really are an imposter or those people are, they're, they are an imposter. They wish they were that thing that they're trying to tell people they are, but they know they're not. But unfortunately, because of social media, like you just don't know. You don't know that that person is a complete fake. Now, the last thing I want to do is make anyone who's like listening feel self-doubt where you shouldn't. You know right now, if in fact you are trying to present a false image of yourself. Just be authentic. There's nothing cute about pretending, tricking people into thinking that that no one's going to like you better because you're pretending to be something you're not. They just are not. Like that, that, That is never a more attractive feature or characteristic than being authentic and honest. And man, have we lost sight of what is authentic. Authentic does not mean taking off your makeup or like showing your, I don't know, cellulite. Authentic is like truly being honest first with yourself and prioritizing the fact that you have more to learn. It's understanding that like it it is more attractive to show that you're somebody who's growing than to be someone who's figured it all out. And frankly, it's very, I think it's unethical, especially when you know the negative consequences of having people trust you and rely on you and believe you when it's just all a facade. But like, how do you know? Do people who do that, do they know? And if you're wondering if that's you, like, is there a way to know if in fact you are presenting a false image of yourself or if if you're actually dealing with Imposter syndrome. So what's the difference? The difference is one person is actually qualified, but they constantly dismiss who they are and the progress that they've made and their accomplishments, etc. And the other person, if that's you, you tend to overcompensate, right? Like, so you'll try to overcompensate for your skills or experience by exaggerating your accomplishments or like, it's the couple who's going through marital problems, but Every other post is schmoopy whoopy and how amazing it is to be head over heels in love, blah, blah, blah. It's the money mindset expert who, again, is completely broke, but overcompensating by talking about how much money they've earned or posing in front of their Bentley or their house or 
talking about how much they charge or how much they make because they're overcompensating. It's the fitness coach who's struggling with an eating disorder, but like overcompensating by making every post about the fact that they've overcome it because it's almost like they're trying to convince themselves. So if you're trying to figure out the expert that you're watching or that person you're watching online and like something just doesn't add up, listen to your red flags. It's the surgeon who overcompensates and says that he's, you know, the best in the world and you're lucky to go and see him. Listen, people who are truly qualified are humble. They don't have to overcompensate. They don't present a false image of themselves because they're not trying to convince themselves. If you have a difficult time accepting feedback, if you feel attacked when people want to share constructive criticism or something that may not align completely with who you are or what you believe in, if that feels like an attack, if it's very difficult for you to grow from your mistakes, if when people question your authority, your status, you know, where you are with regard to where you're saying you are, if that feels like a personal attack, there's a very good chance that you are overcompensating, that you are actually, that you are hiding your true inadequacies, not just from the world, but really from yourself, because you don't have to hide them from the world. The world doesn't care. They really don't. We kind of like inadequacies. We like imperfection. And I wanted to have this conversation. Like I wanted to talk about this for a couple of reasons. Number one, because I know there are people listening who you do need to take a moment and say like, what am I hiding from? Why am I presenting this false image? Because it is exhausting to keep the charade up. It is so tiring to constantly be worrying that you're going to let your guard slip and that people are going to figure out that you are not who you are presenting. And I also wanted to have this conversation because I think social media can be pretty freaking dangerous. Again, it was like watching that YouTube video or watching like a whole bunch of things on social media this week from people who I I know something about. I know them. The expertise that they're presenting does not match who they really are. There are those online who are total imposters. And I think it's really important that we learn to tune in to those little red, like when you watch someone, you're like, I don't know what it is, but something doesn't add up. You don't need to know what it is. Like specifically, the fact that you, and maybe it's because of like what Brock and I do on Instagram. I spend so much time like looking and studying people's Instagram accounts and looking at influencers. And I just see, oh my gosh, so many people are falling for this false image, this like fake BS with filters and purchased followers, purchased likes, claiming that you are, (laughs) you have this expertise that you don't. It just, it's not even funny. It's sad. And it's a little bit scary. And I think with artificial intelligence, it's going to continue to get scarier. And it's all the more reason why we, we have to become far more in tune with our intuition than ever before, you know? So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, on Wednesdays, Wednesdays from now on are going to be more of the informal kind of personal diary kind of the stuff you're used to getting on Fridays. 
But on Fridays, like I hope you enjoyed today's episode, I'm going to give you something that's got some takeaway. But my goal is always to infuse a side of the conversation that's unconventional. I think everybody talks about imposter syndrome. And frankly, I don't think enough of us are talking about true imposters. (laughs) So let me know what you thought about today's episode. Let me know if you've seen this, what you think about it. And your thoughts are really important to me. So drop those in the pod squad. Drop those in Patreon. Remember, I'm in Miami. So if I see you, don't forget to stop me, grab me, take a picture. I posted up one of the photos. I I met a gal named Amy. She's part of the pod squad, also a member of hashtag vault. Got to meet her in the hotel this week uh, or tonight. I mean, like just before I recorded this. Shout out to Koo. I got to meet her yesterday. I just love meeting people who listen to the podcast. And and what you know, I've been saying this for a while. When you see me, tell me that you listen to the podcast so that I know that you're cool and it's working (laughs) because people have been doing that lately. Anyways, I love you guys. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, just do me a favor and double check and make sure that you're subscribed or following if you're actually someone who listens on the Apple podcast. And if you've got just like 30 seconds, it would really mean the world to me if you were able to leave a five-star review and tell me specifically what it is you liked about this episode. My show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do also have a business podcast that comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host that with my son, Brock. It's called Build Your Tribe. You should check it out. There's always a link in the show notes. I'm sure you know this, but on Fridays, my episodes are very casual very personal. It's usually stuff with myself and my husband. If you love that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to check out my Patreon. It's all of the Shaleen Show episodes ad-free. In addition to that, for just $5 a month, you get extra episodes. And this is this is the stuff that's like kind of too personal to put on the Shaleen Show. It, it's all personal stuff. There's like no like personal development. It's just real, raw, what's going on in our lives, stuff we can't talk about on the show. However, if you are easily offended, Patreon is not for you. That's not the place to be, all right? You can learn more about it by going to patreon.com forward slash The Shaleen Show. Any of the links that I referenced in this episode will show up in the show notes, which are just below the episode. To learn more about the services that I offer and to take advantage of some of the free resources, I invite you to check out my website, which can be found at shaleen.com. 